Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Real herbs, real life, real easy. Now, a word from our sponsor. This show is brought to you by The Practical Herbalist, simple ways to make natural living a part of your daily life. Check out their website at thepracticalherbalist.com. Old herbal cures resurface in the herbal world all the time. Sometimes they hit our mainstream culture as superfoods or super cures, and sometimes they're vilified. Most often, those extreme takes on the plants our ancestors knew well are born from ignorance about the plant or the cultural context in which we humans first befriended it. Today, we're demystifying the latest old herbal to venture into mainstream American culture, Kratom. Join us as, as we explore the history used in safety issues around this member of the coffee family. Now, here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. So, guys, I came across this last year while I was disc golfing with some friends. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends, um, while I opened a beer and another friend of mine opened a beer, he sat on a log and opened up this plastic container and began to spoon out this green powder and putting it into another container with water and he started mixing it up. Now, I thought it was spirulina or some kind of grassy wheat juice thing he was right. doing. That's and, pretty popular these days. Right. Yeah. And turns out it was Kratom. I'd never heard of it before. I didn't know what it did. And he was quite the advocate for it. Needless to say, my other friend decided that the next day he went out and he he got it. Mm -hmm. So that was the first time I heard of it. And then just maybe a couple months later, I'm hearing more and more. And then I hear the DEA is going to you know put it in the same class as marijuana. They talked about that. Right. So I thought, why not have the practical herbalist talk about Kratom. Mm-hmm. And we scored a little bit to give it a try. We yes. scored some. <laughs> this beautiful yes. green Way to color. make it sound even more. Olive color. <laughs> shady. Olive green. Make it sound a little more shady. Yeah, a little more shady. Thanks, it, Candace. It's like a Kratom. camouflage, jungle camouflage outfit made into a tee. Which is perfect because it does come from jungle-like conditions. True. You know, a member Very of the coffee true. family. So yes. it likes its sunny tropics and humidity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. So and it you- does have sort of a shady reputation right now, although I don't know if it really should. Yeah. Well, but, I, um, I, I think any new and extremely potent plant has a, a high learning curve. Yes, it does. So with some of the other small things like – Having some basil, you know, I'm sure there are people right. that have Irish done basil moss. stupidly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Irish moss. Uh-huh. Never underestimate the power of people to overdo, misuse, or misapply. Right. There's, there's always <laughs> there's, yes. Doing you doing electrical work with a hammer, for example, not yeah, we the best hum- tool. <laughs> we humans are are often great at that sort of thing. Yes, we are. Yep, we're experimenters, and sometimes it goes awry. But with your friend, what did what did that friend say he was using the kratom for? Well, he liked the he liked the effect that it gave him, and you know, kratom gives you an, um, a slightly opiate effect without being an, an opioid. If I'm using the right uh, word, ah, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it triggers the same opiate receptors in your brain as if I was to give you oxycontin or something mm-hmm. to that effect, uh, and that's why it's also been used. Um, traditionally as a way to help people wean off of opioid addiction. Right. 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 Which is a great field for folks to check out. Right. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. We actually have a friend who, uh, who is a, a vet and he has severe back issues and he can get 
you know, thousands of tablets of oxy, not a problem. From the VA. Oh, yes. Not a problem. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yep, you bet. But when he wants to do, try to do Kratom because it doesn't have the same side effects, mm-hmm. uh, then he has, ha- he has to buy it himself and it's relatively it's, expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Per ounce. It's somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 to $85 an ounce. Right. And then I've seen extracts for half an ounce for more like 85 to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's quite expensive. And I personally think that part of the vilification of it may come in a less obvious or direct way from the pharmaceutical companies because if Katram's really that great at helping pain, it could reduce the amount of opioids that people take. It may not replace them in some in any given case, but mm-hmm. it could reduce the amount that you need to take, which would give your body a break from the opioids, which is great, but the pharmaceutical company doesn't make as much money off of that. I think so the pharmaceutical companies are really great at making money. They are we, very good we, at that. We sometimes underestimate just how abundant their resources are in that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure yeah. that I buy the thought that if you have a little less of something else, they'll just, like anything else, they'll, they'll go through and say, oh, this also is in, has analgesic properties? Let's do a few tests. And then this too is something that we will make money off of. I mean, I see that in the herbal industry. Right. But they've done things, they've done a lot of things to help prevent things that prevent herbs that could be helpful yeah, they've, sure. they've lobbied against them they have they have and, and then those like with uh, uh, cannabis yeah. the pharmaceutical companies sell marinol which is cannabis it's essentially based. cannabis just, yeah it, 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 it's yeah, essentially yeah, it cannabis absolutely is and just yeah. uh, like a whole bunch of other things uh, opium poppies mm-hmm. which we call morphine or yeah. you know there's uh, aloe no, aloe mm-hmm. doesn't work. Oh, well, except that we're putting it in surgical bandages because it actually helps. And, and it, it does works, help. It but we're not going to be great. clear about it. Yeah. And they they mm-hmm. figured out how to make money off of it. Right. You know, and that whatever. That's capitalism plus medicine, which is not a good combination anyway. Right. But we get some more research and, and you're going to be seeing it, I'll bet, sold over the counter with a probably with an the OTC. Co- the active constituent chemicalized will be sold over the counter for sure. Probably. Like aspirin is. And then mm-hmm. the Walmart will have their $5 bottle version yeah. of it. And, the, you know, once right. capitalism gets in there, <laughs> it's, it's all it's all fine. That's so, it's my guess. <laughs> okay, nice segue. Nice nice branch off the train there. Uh, So what is Kratom? Kratom is a tree that's native to Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's related to the coffee family. Yep. So same stimulant. It's got some of the same stimulant Right. But the other interesting thing about Kratom is in small doses, it's a stimulant. In large doses – oh, and and Sue just took a swig of it and it's – and the pucker on her face is priceless. I think we should just make take a picture of that and use that for the – for the podcast. <laughs> yep. yep. That has bitterness. Yes. So again, small doses, stimulant, larger doses, it becomes um, more of sedative. a sedative. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, people are, and it has like a, it'll last for up to five hours, six hours. Right. Of, of feeling. Right. So uh, it's, it comes in a powder form typically. Yes. Um, a lot of the people in Southeast Asia would just do the leaves, but here it seems it's powdered and you can buy it in a, like in a container with powder, or you can buy it in capsulated form. Um, one of the th- the key things, if you are going to do it, that you get it from a reputable supplier, because um, the issues tainted. that they've what's that? Has it been tainted? Yes, there there's been issues because it's a high value herbal, right. and it's hard to tell what's in it. That yeah, especially it's when regulated. it's a powder. Right, when it's a powder. You really can't tell for sure unless you happen to be really familiar with it. And, yeah, and it's regulated, so um, 
you have that issue that's going to come up. And so the people that had problems with it medically are usually mostly have been the ones that have had stuff that's been cut into it. That's not Kratom. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, they'll use some kratom of the similar um, chemical components to give you the same feel, but it's not hundred percent Kratom. Mm-hmm. So I'll, you'll start to see the really cheap stuff appear and the really expensive stuff. And there'll probably be a different separation between value and, and that as it, as it comes in and how you can, how people are getting into it because of that high profit. Um, I guess chocolate milk is the best way to take it. One of the what? best ways. Yeah. Yeah. Powder, yeah. That was chocolate milk. So you will just pour the powder, a teaspoon into a cup of chocolate milk and drink that. Right. Or okay. Cause of the sugar and then it makes it an emulsion instead of just, cause this is still gritty. Oh yeah. We're, like, yeah. We're, we're drinking the tea you guys are here. drinking. Yeah, we, we did it like powder. old school. I mean, we did it like, you know, it, it for, for everyone that's listening, it, it looks like uh, matcha. Right. It looks a little bit like matcha, matcha but it's tea. it's more of an olive green than matcha right. usually is. Yeah. And there's a little bit of a grit to it, and we yep. have to keep stirring it so that it that it um, stays suspended in the liquid. Right. right. But with an emulsion, it would help keep yeah. it suspended. Right. Which right. is nice. Right. It is really bitter. Yeah. And I can see you know people that like milk. I can see how that mm-hmm. like the lactic acid would also help with the incredible Offset bitterness the bitter. that we have here. Yes. As I understand, people like to add honey or sugar to it. Oh, as well. I bet they would. You bet. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> Cause what we're, what we are pioneering, the suffering that we are having for the benefit of you listeners is, you know, send your cards and letters to here. <laughs> Good God. Mm. Yeah, and it's got oh. this. Even when it was, we just put the hot water in, and the steam would rise. You could see the little, like little gritty bits in the steam. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I could, see, you could see that too, yeah. Candace. Yeah, it, it was putting. It looked pretty potent. It looked like something off of like maybe Harry Potter's potions come uh, right class, except yeah. without, like the skull <laughs> rising from the top or yeah. the atomic energy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it's pro- this is a one-time experiment for me, I'm thinking. Yeah. So you decided to try it today in part because of your back is currently sore, My right? back is, is sore. And the analgesic properties that it has purported to have, um, well, gosh, how long have we been suffering over this little cup? Oh, you've been trying to nurse your way through that cup. You well, have 10 about 10 15 minutes. 10, 15 yeah, 15, minutes. yeah, you've got about, you start off with about eight ounces of water and about two grams of kratom in there. Three grams Three of grams? kratom. Okay. Yeah, they, they said that if you're going to do it for the first time, um, take the, the sage wisdom, is where we got the information, mm-hmm. is that you can uh, take the threshold limit, the okay. threshold start, which is two to four. Uh, grams and a mm-hmm. teaspoon is about two grams of croton. Okay, so yeah, we went, I we went took. with three. I can't split the difference. Right. Um, so yeah, I have I have a reoccurring sciatic issues. If I sleep funny, yeah. then it'll or yeah. bend and pick up. You know, one of those classic kind of things. So when you sleep right. funny, do you laugh a lot? No, oh, not really. <laughs> That'd be yes. the problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Too much laughter in the middle of the night. It what a dream. <laughs> the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is hilarious. <laughs> so we're gonna check back with the both of you, Patrick. You took it to see how whether or not it gave you more pick me up, right? Yeah, I figured. You know, I'm a bigger guy. I uh, your regular coffee drinker yeah and with that three grams would i see an effect on that would i mm-hmm. feel that and i had i've eaten recently i mean we we ate probably half hour 45 minutes before and i think if i remember somewhere it says empty stomach is the way you'd want to do it okay 
I, had, I think I, for lunch I had uh, a roll and uh, some other small item, not much. Yeah, so I haven't had a huge lunch here. I was figuring going home and having something bigger later. So yeah. we'll, we'll check back towards the end of the show and see how you guys are doing, if you're really noticing a lot of effects. Right, if we become extremely interesting. Yeah, right. if you guys get super talkative, which is one of the things that I've I've know I've read is good. It'll cause is extra talkative nature. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so you guys might even our audience might be able to tell if right. it's working. Like too much ca- caffeine. I I know when I first tasted it, my tongue I started feeling a little bit of numbness at the tip. Yeah, and then the second the second sip caused more of a, a numb feeling around my mouth. Yeah. And now it just has that, like, as if I drink something too hot. Oh, okay. That kind of yeah. feeling, like that weird, yeah. like my tongue is prickly. And yeah. they talked about the astringent qualities and most definitely astringent. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. It's, I feel like my tongue has a sandpapery effect. Yeah. So and that you, is, you know, the, the numb tongue is one of the things that has listed as a potential and just means that it's working. Yes. Well, at least it won't make you sound like you're from the dentist when you have a numb tongue. From the oh, dentist. Love, love. Yeah, and you, you drop it when you drink mm. water, it just comes down. You right. Know? You know, I thought of bad. Captain Kirk on the Star Trek movie, The Numb oh. Tongue. Uh, yeah, the, the new Star Trek. <laughs> the newer version of Star Trek. The oh, young James okay. T. Kirk. Yeah. yeah. And the young Bones is you know, he's trying to get him on the ship and he injects him with some virus and he has to check it out and get the counter virus and all these weird side effects are happening. And one of them is a big numb, numb tongue. tongue. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Gosh, I saw that a couple of years ago. I'm not very good at remembering movies. I'm glad you guys oh. are. Well, when it comes to Star Trek. When it comes mm. to Star Trek. You know. You know. It's a miracle I don't speak Klingon. You know, it does – if you um, – Sip it, let it have some numbing effect, mm-hmm. and then take another sip later. It's not as bad. Yeah. Like you, have that, you can't stop yeah. yourself from having that kind of Elvis snarl. Right, right. Uh, yeah, because your face is your classic face is like, every time. God oh damn. Mm, what is, why are you, hand, why are you doing this why to me? You, yeah. Stop yes. lifting the cup. <laughs> but Yeah. But I, I was looking over some of the traditional uses and because mm-hmm. it was apparently in Thailand, it was one in the cultural history, something that people used to stimulate mm-hmm. uh, themselves. And they're working, working poor people, these poor yeah. people in the 40s, they're working these 16, 18 hour days. Right. So in order to sustain that, you know, goodbye adrenal system. Yeah. But they would be. They'd boil those leaves and then put it in a little ball and then chew it chew throughout it. the day to yeah. keep themselves going. And one of the little rituals that people had is if a man approached a woman for marriage, it says here, then that they would decide, are you lazy or are you a hard worker? Which, what do you do? Do you smoke pot or do marijuana or yeah. do you, do you chew kratom? If, if the gentleman uh, visitor chewed kratom, then they were clearly a hard worker. So that was like that was a good thing. litmus test. Okay. Well, that's yeah, one. That's a plus sign. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah. You know. The 40s. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, in 1943, they uh, they made it illegal. And I thought initially when I, I heard about the, the illegal ban in 1943 in Thailand, it's like, oh, well, piss. the government was worried about the health of their people. That was not the case. No, it's probably the opiate trade. It right. probably interfered exactly. with the opiate trade. It did, yes. This is what Big I'm talking money. about. Yeah, but this is not pharmacy. <laughs> I know. It's that blend of capitalism yeah. and, yeah. Capitalism, capitalism and gets drugs. in there, it 
it muddles yeah. things quite yeah. a bit. So yeah, that was that was what uh, the big interference Thailand had. So they were like, oh, we're not making as much money off of opium now. What can we do to stop that? Oh, we'll just get kratom illegal so we yeah. can have this other. Guy. We'll ban the. So they banned, so the, they made the, it illegal so that they could raise. They could more raise the opium, yeah, because yeah, that's the one they were taxing. Well, yeah. Opium, okay. Because yeah, if you have people <laughs> wanting to get off of opium and they're using kratom to do so, right. they're more likely to be successful. So yes. you want them back on it, so they'll keep buying the opium. Yeah, sure. You know, yep. that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, the government. <laughs> so why is kratom in the news lately? Because uh, that was one of the things, Patrick. You said you wanted to do this show in part because it's been in the news a lot. Well, uh, the biggest thing was last fall where the DA uh, announced that they were going to classify it as a Schedule One. Is that right, Sue? Yeah. Um, so it would be on the same par with marijuana, uh, marijuana mm-hmm. um, heroin, heroin, right? The, <laughs> the opium, the, the opium, yeah. yeah. And in doing that, then they that would basically eliminate a natural way for people to get off opioids. Right, and it would also remove any type, any chance of uh, research being done on it. Because mm, right, maybe, well, because like it's thought, really hard to get a hold yeah, of cannabis Mar- yeah. for research purposes. Would that mean because it's a Schedule One? Schedule One. Is it, it, it gonna put- there's other there. Yeah, there's other complications with marijuana for that one because there's clearly a lot of other ways to research the other Schedule One. Right. Drugs. Yeah, I've never really quite understood why marijuana has been so locked down oh well, they that's, do because yeah, they do that's its own show they do oh. like heroin is researched oh regularly. Yes. and so, um that other one the lsd isn't that a schedule one that's also been researched and then used in treatment for certain mental disorders there, well there, that was the one. let me uh find the schedule one drug list so we can uh we can talk a little more intelligently about that well, I mean, those those other ones that are on that list, I mean, some of them have been researched or are being oh, researched yeah. regularly. And, and we're seeing marijuana cannabis being researched now for uh, not just – if we take it on or off the Schedule 1 list. Right. There's there, still going to be challenges around There'll still be challenges, yeah. yeah but um, but for Kratom, we don't – Really, I mean, as an herbalist, I don't really know that I want to see it on that list because it won't be no research will be done. Right? That yeah, there'll still bad. be there'll still be research to be done on it. I mean, especially an analgesic like that. If but you've got an analgesic, it'd be nice for be them to be. It'd be nice out. for them to be trying to checking it out. But if they limit it like that, then most of the the substances that are on Schedule One are the um, uh, like ecstasy and. Crot, that's that African cot. Cot, cot. is that what it is? Yeah. Cot. Yeah, that's uh, the one that salts, turns your teeth mar- yeah. red, right? The cot is the mm-hmm. red, so, yes. red mouth one. Yeah. So it's it has a high potential for abuse. Right. So I think that's the biggest piece. They are currently accepted as medical treatment. And right. yeah, Kratom is currently not, although people are using it. For instance, the reason I yeah. started looking into it, it was kind of coincidental. Is that two weeks ago, I believe it was, a friend sent me a message saying, hey, my neuropathy is just driving me crazy. Right. And Would I don't want it. I don't want to take opioids. Right. I'm not willing to walk down that path. So what do you know about this Kratom stuff? Like, oh, right. Coincidentally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking into it. But yeah, yeah. Um, so the other part of that is if there's a lack of accepted safety, and this is from the list here, 
for use of the drug or substance under medical supervision. So a history of it in this country, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's three basic things. It's abuse. If it's ha- hasn't been used for treatment. And then if we don't have um, under supervision, so that's, that's your schedule one. So, so the DEA decided not to put it on schedule. Yeah, there was yeah. enough of an uproar, enough of a petition of people, a groundswell of say, "Hey, don't do that," and right. they 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 opted to postpone it. Now, it is illegal in five states. Oh, which states are Alabama, those? Arkansas, Indiana, Tennessee, Vermont, and Wisconsin? It is le- illegal. Hmm. Florida, it is illegal in Sarasota County. Hmm. And um, and now I think something is in New York is the only state with a pending legislation. Uh, to ban it right now as of uh, the writing of this particular Rolling Stone article. Um, Mm. The interesting thing is the reason why, you know, it started to come up in the news too, is that there was, it it started to make the um, scene in New York Mm -hmm. where people were going to tea bars and stuff. And this was being offered as as part of their drink. So they would get their, you know, their, Right. Earl Grey with a little bit of cretonne in it, and they were there was a, it was it was a fledgling kind of cocktail thing that was happening in New York. Is this the one that like it was it based on the Thailand cocktail? With, it had like cough syrup and Coca-Cola oh, no, it, it wasn't croton. the four by one hundred. that's what they call it, the four by one hundred. And and I still don't understand what mosquito coils are, but I, mosquito I, coils, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you would put that in a drink. That sounds, ever. That sounds <laughs> bad choice, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but they were. Uh, to the U.S. Centers for Disease and Control, and um, they've only, and the poison centers across the country have only received 660 calls regarding kratom, and of those over the last over the five years. Oh, okay. And over and and oh, that's and not, right, that's not that's not that much across five years. There's because, a whole lot more just to have it with iron supplements. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. or opioids, which or, or are right. in the oh, hundreds, of, which are in the hundreds people. of thousands. Right. Yeah. So. And of those 660, a very small number were actually critical. And when they found out why they were critical, it was in conjunction with other narcotics uh, or alcohol. All right, which you definitely mm-hmm. should not be combining. Yeah, you with. shouldn't mix the two. Right. Um, Barbiturates, alcohol, any of those downers, please do not. Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to say. What is the safety precautions in taking Pratam here that we yeah, really need to be talking about? So, I mean, if you're talking about basil, I don't usually think we have to worry about safety precautions, but basil isn't mind-altering. Right. Don't you stick know? it in your eye. You know, yeah. Well, the, the general rule of thumb is you uh, buy from a good source, start out with a small quantity. If you're going to use it recreationally, use it once, twice a week tops as a special thing, a treat, if you will, but not habitually every night. Yeah, so as you start to right. do it more than once or twice a week, that's when it becomes habit-forming. It'll start, yes. Well, you've got people that have neuropathy. They're going to want to take it every day. That's they what we're talking about. We're talking about recreation. Recreation. Oh, recreation. Oh, yeah. We're saying some some guidelines. And so you start off at the smaller two to four grams, and maybe you can increase it a little bit. It depends on the age of your kratom. It depends on the strength of your kratom. And it depends on a few things. But um, only you can really know what's going to be good for you and how it's going to work. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of the side effects for taking too much Kratom issues, like if you take anything of that. I mean, there's side effects with alcohol when you take too much of that too, sure. right? right? It's the same kind of side effects necessarily. I mean, maybe you're not having to urinate a ton after you have a, you know, a lot of Kratom, but mm-hmm. there are those other side effects. Right. Uh, um, dark, ur- dark urine. I don't know if they didn't. That it was did- the one of the things that oh, I saw. Oh, is that what you found? You found that? In CBI. 
Uh, that's one of my favorite places to go for research is I looked at that and I was reading that and with every pair, I mean, I went through one, like four lines of that and there were so many breaks with parenthetical marks and A's and B's and subsets (laughs) and postscripts and it's intimidating. How do you even read this thing? Yeah. Yeah, It's not meant to be read for pleasure. Right. (laughs) No, not for pleasure. Would you know what that would sound like if they tried to do an audiobook of that? Oh my Lord. Anyway. Yeah, they they in this one they talk a lot. They're focusing basically on one primary constituent, which is kind of classic for um, the pharmaceutical agencies when they first they're like, okay, let's start with this one, and then they they look at not and and this one talks about how there are many different constituents, alkaloids, particularly in this plant, but the one that is unique to this plant that people are reacting to this is what they're focusing on and that's the oh here comes that pronunciation issue that i always have is that the is that the metra one the metra word yes uh uh mitra gynine m-i-t-r-a-g-y-n-i-n-e mitra gynine but it's a it's got a lot of cyto cytotoxicity and it's like two-thirds of the makeup of that yeah, yeah, and it can. That's the other thing is that they said it varies from where you get it from. Like if you get it from oh, yeah. Malaysia, apparently it's only like sixteen percent. If you're getting it from Thailand, closer to sixty six percent. That's uh, a pretty big. But isn't difference. isn't that the similarity in in, in all of these things? You know yeah. how they're grown and yeah. how they're how they. I mean, take a look at like the equivalent of right. marijuana. Right. I mean, how potent are some strains versus other strains, and who's growing it, yeah. and all the things. What that part change. of Humboldt? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that, is, that the, you know, is that the organic side or the not? You know, right. Exactly. And, and that's exactly it. it. You know, so that's why I think you know starting off really slow. Mm-hmm. I think, like anything else on this, if you went and had a, a medium to heavy dose, mm-hmm. you would regret what you did. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, it would be awful. Yeah. Well, they do have a list here in, in this uh, study that I was talking okay. about. Now it's time for a real herbalism radio sponsor break. Okay, guys. We've got to let everybody in on a little bit of secret-ish. So I've, been, I've had something cooking here. Yes, we, we lots, do. we got lots of stuff cooking for December. Something in the kitchen of Practical oh, Herbalist. Yeah, very exciting. It is. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're going to take... We're going to take break. The, we're going to take a break from recording for the month of December. It's a cloaking device. It is a cloaking so device. So for, <laughs> for people that, that uh, are just listening, they'll hear some... Uh, uh, re-airings of right. some of our our shows that people can't get anymore. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, pulling out some of our classics, of dusting them off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You'll want to tune in though, because as we air each of those, we're going to include information on what we've got cooking, what's coming up. There's some really exciting stuff, mm-hmm. exciting changes ahead. It's we'll like getting smells in. from the kitchen. It is. Oh, what is that? <laughs> so. That's our that's coming that's up in December. December. In December, right. yeah. December. Yep. And believe it or not, December's coming up fast. I know. Yeah, it's what, three, sakes. four weeks? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we've got things going on. And in order for us to focus our time on those things, then you'll be able to enjoy while we're working on the other things. Yeah. These old, older shows. And now, back to our show. Difference, I'm quoting from the... Uh, Oh, gosh. The following the roots of Kratom, the evolution of – oh, it's a long one. I'll get to it later. <laughs> I'm already feeling the effects of it. Okay. So there have been different studies showing serious conditions after repeated administration as elevated blood pressure, 
ner- nerfotoxic effects, impaired cognition and behavior, dependence potential, and hepatic failure, i.e. liver failure. failure. Yes. And they are talking about like things like fatigue, nausea, um, the dark dark urine, followed by jaundice. That would be the other thing. Uh, and again, the pattern of liver in- injury seems to be typically um, related to this. I'm trying to paraphrase here. That's okay. Serum bear, uh, so, oh, wow. <laughs> See, you can't even read it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm Perhaps, you know, here. I'll drive you home today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bilirubin levels rising above 20 mg's DL. So it's, it, it, it seems like it ends up affecting your potassium levels right. in your kidney and then in your, like it seems like it's storing in your liver. And, you know, if it's giving people jaundice, it seems that's to never me, a good idea. It seems to me that the boil down here is if you are, have a damaged or compromised liver, mm-hmm. perhaps avoid Kratom because right. it could be hard on your liver. If you are consuming other drugs or substances that are hard on the liver, like alcohol. a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. or regular consumption of alcohol, mm-hmm. or um, there's a variety of like Tylenol, other painkillers, and, yeah. and various various other pharmaceuticals that mm-hmm. are processed primarily through the liver. And many are, yeah. Those are ones that if you're on those types of things, you might want to be careful about Kratom. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds to me like you probably want to drink a lot of water with it. Right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be driving any heavy equipment with this. I mean, the other yes. thing that the yeah. analgesic effect, it's an op- opioid-like analgesic effect. And of course, sedation is one of the things yes. that for a moderately high dose, which is five to 15 grams. Right. And let's be clear, when we say heavy equipment, that includes driving a car, motorcycle, or honestly, probably be careful with a bicycle if you're mm-hmm. going to be in traffic. Sure. If you're driving your bike on a pathway where you're not going to run into anyone or cause an accident, okay, maybe you're okay there. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be on the bike path that's right next to all the cars, perhaps maybe not while well, you're on Kratom. Right. Make sure you know just feeling. Because your reaction time will be much less. Right. And that's really what it's about is your reaction time is going to reduce. So Yeah. Yeah. Things that seem fine, you're, mm-hmm. they're not really as fine as you think they are. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're having – if you're – someone like your friend with neuropathy, you're going to want to monitor your use of Kratom. Mm -hmm. Use it only what you absolutely have to. Always keep your dose as low as possible because as far as everything I've read about Kratom, you can build a tolerance just like with many other substances. So if you're going to be wanting to use it to relieve pain fairly regularly, you want to keep your dose as low as possible so that that way end up paying, you know, 10, 12 grams at a time. Yeah. And, and I always caution when, when it comes to pain relievers, I completely understand, mm-hmm. you know, the, the point of having a pain reliever in a person's oh, yeah. life. And that makes complete sense to me, but it is, oh, yeah. if you're using it in conjunction with things that help rebuild nerves, St. John's yeah. Port would be a really good example there. Yeah. Uh, something that helps your circulatory system. Uh, ginger is one of the first mm-hmm. things that pops into my mind uh, and stuff that also keeps like dandelion that, that keeps your potassium levels high and helps, you know, circulate things out of your liver and the kidneys. Those kind of combinations would just 
I mean, this is my uneducated guess here. It makes sense, though. I mean, it makes sense if you can take the kratom in a low dose with in conjunction with like a ginger dandelion root tea mm-hmm. and then make sure that you're always, you're putting on St. John's wort oil on right. the area where your nerves need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that would be a really good all natural approach mm-hmm. and you can vary the kratom in and out and keep it as low as possible. Perhaps replace it sometimes with other analgesics like willow bark, which aren't nearly as strong, right. but are an alternative. And, Meadowsweet. Or meadowsweet. Yeah. yeah, then those kinds of things can give your body a break from the kratom and therefore keep the kratom at a lower level and then right. use the kratom on the times when you know you really need it. Perhaps at the end of the day. Yeah. Like that for, would be perfect. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like before going to work, not such a good idea. Right. But it, Which I understand. Yeah. Like if you were working in a restaurant. Yeah. Your busy, hard days. Or the nights when you know you need to get a good night's sleep, mm-hmm. for instance, that might be the night that you say, okay, I'll take the Kratom this night, but the night before and the night after, I'm not going to, and I'm going to use other natural approaches, which may not be quite as good or mm-hmm. may eventually be just as beneficial. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering about this one. I know it's got this long history of being used internally, but would it be a good topical you know, I know it doesn't seem like it's got a lot of resins, so I'm not sure how much it would What I read about absorb. it was that it is the resins that you're – like there's one particular um, – one of the recipes I saw for it I think was on the Sage Wisdom page on Kratom talked about creating a extract of it by making the tea, boiling it down so that you have just the resins left and that that's the part that you From the powder? Use. That's what it looked from like. From the leaf. You can I, buy the yeah, leaf. from the leaf. By the, oh, yeah. the cutting stuff, leaf. Yeah. leaf. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. It's it's one that sounds like it might be really fun and interesting to experiment with. Yeah. Um, this plant or this tree is a tropical. It's not going to grow in our area. So in oh. this area, in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. you're going to be needing to have it as an indoor plant. Yeah. So you could grow it, but it's probably not going to be the best medicinal quality. Sure. But I mean, the pictures that I saw of it, it's a pretty little tree, you know, it's got that classic coffee leaf look to it, kind of shiny, glossy, pretty little leaf. But the, how much do you need? I love growing things that I don't necessarily need. Right. It's interesting botanically, but yeah, I I certainly don't have space for that in my life. No. And it's probably going to need a lot of light because tropicals like coffee needs a lot of light. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be growing it in your house, you're going to need to set up grow lights, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you can have the it warmth, next to your you cannabis. Yeah, yeah, it likes warm, damp environment. Yeah, It likes, I'm sure, a sunshine. It, I didn't see that written down, but it's a, a tree that grows quickly and lives in the same areas that coffee lives in. So it's going to need sun. It's going to need heat. It's going to mm-hmm. need moisture. The pH of the soil, we don't even know. We don't even know. Yeah. And, you know, what is the root system? I don't know yet. I don't know. I have to look into it. It's it. It's an, it's an interesting, interesting plant, and I think that might be the the way to go with this. Obviously, not for recreational use. That's but that's mm-hmm. not my particular specialty. I, yeah, that's my concern with it. Is that as things like this hit the recreational market, they kind of create this climate, a, a climate about them of vilifying them happens, right. and it's frustrating. It yeah, it's frustrating because I can see <laughs> Sorry, this guys. as being a really wonderful potential herb to use for people who are dealing with severe pain, whether it's neuropathy or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, people who are in chronic pain and are at a point where they can only manage symptoms because 
there isn't a cure for whatever has, mm-hmm. has happened, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Now, you know? I'm not trying to say that using something recreationally always ruins it for the rest of us, but improper well, use, because it, it has, it has ruined plants. We have plant seen, use. we have seen in American culture, we've seen a lot of plants that are here and should be used for people real are medicine. Cigarettes recreationally it used to be a sacred plant. Yeah. I mean, people, people take plants and they, they really cock it up for the rest of us who mm. want to, who want to enjoy using them in the sacred way that they should be used or mm-hmm. as the medicine they're here for. And then we create this other relationship. It's like cannabis. I mean, sure. We saw the know. same thing go yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah. And people being afraid of that recreational use too. I mean, right. that's, that's the other part of our culture is we have this either or culture. Yeah. It's either, it's either, either for us or against us. You right. Know, that right. kind of yeah. primitive philosophy the mm-hmm. black or white, and I have to say that way. No, even black and like white photos aren't black and white; they're exactly. gray. There's a lot of grayscale there. Light gray, dark gray, and everything in between. Right. <laughs> so that yeah. yeah, we just that that is just one more indicator that we need to mature as a species and as a culture. Yes, definitely. Yeah, we have a long road. So, guys, what do you think? Have you noticed effects from this kratom? Patrick finished his. Sue maybe. did not finish her. Finish. Sue still has of her. She's probably drank about six ounces. I mean, I, you don't I, have to. Don't have I, don't, I know. Me. Okay. She's drank about. Finish it, mom. I'm just, just, uh, I'm just giving people more. perspective. They each had about eight ounces with the three grams. I think that I'm. I'm noticing a feeling that I've had before, and that's when I've used. Um, when I've used marijuana, mm-hmm. I typically will get to a point where oh I just... Oh, my God. Are your knees locking? You still have them. <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not <laughs> But I have that feeling in my legs. My legs get really relaxed. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's this kind of weird feeling that kind of separates yeah. over them. Yeah. So I think that's... I, I am feeling it for sure. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a... It's kind of like a nice veil. Yeah. You know, but it's not... How about it's you, Sue? Sorry, Masky. Well, I I drink about half of the amount yeah, that you, you got, drank. You 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 drank probably about six ounces. Yeah, about six of the eight, <laughs> and suffered. Poor me. Yes. I I think for me, my one of the reasons why I don't like a lot of their recreational stuff is because I like the way my brain multitasks all the time. Uh-huh. You know that constant. Link, 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 link. Mm-hmm. Like I right. love that. That is my comfort zone. The, the scattered brain. The scattered brain. Well, it just, <laughs> this reminds me of that thing, which, oh, it's all coming together. You know, yeah. that I love building those internal webs right. and some of the recreational things. And that includes beer. Yeah. Is it stops that linking. Yeah, we've right. become super. Yeah. Yes, you have. <laughs> and I'm adorable in that space. However, <laughs> the novelty wears off pretty fast. And with this one, I just, I, I was having a hard time when I was yeah. reading the research, for example, like I'm used to that. reading research and then, Oh, that reminds me this, this, this. Yeah. Oh, that's how it comes together. Like that whole yeah, the problem solving. Yeah. And as I was reading over, just with the small amount that I had, it's just like I was Your just reading the words. Your superhumanness went and you came back down into reality with the rest of us when it comes to reading <laughs> stuff. So are you yes. saying it, it's, yeah, it, it, maybe it, it's, it focused you? It just, but yeah. it was flat. It was a flat line. Uh-huh. Like they were just words that I knew some of the meanings, but it I didn't have that. Okay. 
yeah. hyper connectiveness that I love being in. It was, it became boring. Yeah. Say so what I've noticed here, cause I didn't really take any, I had just the tiniest bit just, just to see to what see the what flavor it, yeah. was, but it's not enough to do anything for me. But when I'm around people who've been smoking a lot of cannabis, for instance, I can feel it and it's, um, it really affects the upper chakras, like the third eye and the crown. And it's a very muddying and expansion, like over expansion mm-hmm. to the point where people aren't effective. And I'll notice right. that and I can feel it. And it's, an, it's like, okay, this is gonna be crude, but it's like everybody farted in the room and I can't get away from it. Right, right, it's right. It's that kind of feeling. Sure. So what I've noticed as you guys are taking this and as it's coming on is that that feeling is happening and it particularly was strong on the third eye portion mm-hmm. more so cannabis hits my crown more than the yeah. so it's it's down in the chakra system just a tiny bit but mm-hmm. so i've noticed that and i've noticed that the ability to focus is going right. i'm less less focused i know i know when i leave you know when i walk away from you guys it'll be gone in a okay. snap so i'm you know it's not going to affect me permanently but while i'm with people that are doing some kind of mind altering substance i can usually tell because i'll feel it mm-hmm. and it goes for like even people drinking a lot of beer right you know i'll feel that so i get the contact high if you will right and then i walk away from it although so. I, w- I will say if on, on its behalf the i had i was describing that sciatic issue with my back which is only on one side right now uh yeah, you look like you're both. sitting. You look like you're sitting more comfortably now. Yes, it has softened that hard edge. Nice. Like there's just that, uh, as if uh, my nerves have been grated against sandpaper feeling. Right, you know, and that's it's softer. Right. It's still there. I'm aware of it. So you won't but re-injure, can, but right, I can. Yeah, you know, you know to be careful with. I with can understand things. the temptation of drinking the rest of this god awful tea. <laughs> like that, I get that because you got out of that. Because yeah. I, I'm all, I'm at that yeah. edge of like, well, that's not so bad, right? Like I don't, I'm not. I, is, I'm aware yeah. of the conversation more than I am aware of the pain. Nice, which is what I was Different at the than, beginning. Yeah. I was just there's that pain, yeah. and we're talking. Okay, let's think about the words. Pay attention, pay attention, right. and now that's off. So yeah. So yeah, I can see that. And again, that's another key point where we said to be careful how much you take. Because some people are more sensitive than others. Right. And I mean, to be fair, you're like half the size of Patrick. Well, you know, yeah. Patrick's I'm not 5'10". I weigh 160 pounds. Yeah. You know? So, and Patrick? Yeah, I'm six foot, but you're not getting the weight out of me. <laughs> it's it's easily twice that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty <laughs> not twice, okay? No, not 1.875 maybe. <laughs> but yeah but, and he's got a male metabolism you've got an older woman metabolism you're about 10 years difference roughly which is significant in terms of how your body absorbs and right. processes and i go through things pretty fast yes like i'll yes. drink coffee and i i'll feel it whereas yeah. you know we're all yeah. drinking the same cup of coffee and <laughs> yeah. like, oh, why are you talking so fast yeah, why can't I slow down girl yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So different different constituents, the way that people process different things, that's something yeah. to notice. And it's in the coffee family. So however a person would process coffee, that would be an indicator in how a person might process this. Yes. And I would say that if you are one who doesn't do well with coffee, perhaps be really careful with Kratom because it's the same family. Mm-hmm. And it could very well create the same effects that are not so pleasant for you with regard to coffee. Right, right. Yeah. I can also see, I mean, they talk about it um, suppressing appetite, yeah. which I can understand too, because sometimes there are days mm-hmm. where I could just sit there and 
I'll drink coffee and that's all I would have. Yeah, that's just so foreign that. to me. I don't do that, but I, I believe you. I believe you, but it's so foreign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are rarely days, and I can probably count the number of days in my entire life where I have been like so absorbed I didn't eat, and it was like one hand, and I think I've got fingers left over. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's never an issue for me. Yeah, and, and that, that's another thing to keep in mind too. People that tend towards that, like yeah. I've gone through many a day where it's the end of clinic and. Did you, you didn't eat breakfast. I know you didn't eat breakfast. Did you eat lunch? No. No. Better go eat something. Six (laughs) o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be something to keep in mind too. But my takeaway is it's, I can completely understand why people would have addiction issues with it. As they would with any other analgesic. Uh, Being away from pain is fabulous. Yes. Um, And for people that have chronic, horrible pain, just all the time. God, what a godsend. But yes. as with any other allergies, please, please be careful. Yes. And I can see from the like the energetic perspective of what I'm feeling from it, I can see why people might be using it or be tempted to use it to get away from emotional pain, mm-hmm. or psychological pain, because it feels like it's got that sort of slight numbing effect mm-hmm. to that, similar to what cannabis can do. And so that's another, be careful. Right. You know, that that's addiction potential. In anything that does that kind of stuff to your perceptions, there's also going to be addiction potential. Sure. So and it careful. might hit some classes harder than others. Yeah. People that are in the medical profession and they're working, you know, like our emergency room docs, oh, for gosh, example. Yeah. They're working twenty hour shifts, mm-hmm. sleeping six hours and doing another one. Right. It's just the way it's set up for them. So that would that would be a big I can see. You don't have to go to the bathroom this day. You don't have to take a time to eat. You're fine. Yeah. And for people that are poor and are working several jobs at just to make ends meet, oh, I can completely get how that would be considered a big friend, big cup of green nastiness and chocolate milk. And chocolate milk that you chug. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Sure. I don't think there's much more um, to take with it now, but if things develop, we can bring it back to the – to the yeah. thing and if we find anything else we'll have to make sure to put it in our B show or the herb lab sorry the herb lab I always the think B show because that's the name I came up with it but we always talk about herb lab so yeah I like herb lab so much better okay herb lab sorry we'll talk about herb lab thank you <laughs> thank you Patrick it's been a great show okay so but with that if you have anything that you want to say about Kratom make sure to do it on our Facebook page yes comment on Facebook um, or you can do it on Pinterest or you could do it on Twitter or Instagram 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 hashtag, yeah, hashtag if you, if you, practical yes, herbalist show us your your Kratom drink that you're enjoying with your chocolate milk on yeah. hashtag practical herbalist that would be great I would love um, to hear about people's because we still have some little leftover stuff if people have some interesting recipes that we didn't discuss here yeah. I mean that send it to us pretty forth quick Quickly, let us know. Yeah. We're, right. we're wanting to experiment with things and mm-hmm. and find different ways of, of expanding our healing world. Yeah. Another really cool thing is we got a new sponsor this week. We did. On Podbean. Someone, On Podbean. someone sponsored us another $3 a month. Oh, super thank nice. You. And, and I didn't know who do we that? have to thank for that? Well, I was, I had her, I had her name all up and ready oh. and, uh, and I want to, and I have to apologize because it's not her real name. It's her email name because that's her username that they, okay. that they use on Podbean. And, um, it would be wild mama. 
Wow. Ooh, oh, wild wow. Mama. I'm loving this person. I already. love that. So she started this month uh, with us, and um, that's pretty awesome. It's always thank you so much. It's always heartfelt when someone does that. You know, we yeah. we always ask for it because you know we you know, value what we do, and we know that we give out some great information. But to have other people say, "Yeah, you do," and then pay us for it is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. So she'll that's be sweet. appearing on our um, sponsors page. We'll be putting her. Since I don't have her real name, I'll be putting mm-hmm. Wild Mama on there. And if Wild Mama, you are hearing this and you want us to reach your real name on our sponsor page, we'd be more than happy to put your real name on there. Oh, no doubt. Uh, yep. And that would be fine. And that that will be done by probably this time, the airing of this podcast, you are already be on the sponsor page. So mm-hmm. you're already there. Uh, so that's really cool. So, yes, if you want to sponsor Real Liberalism Radio, go to Podbean, uh, the crowdfunding site on, on Podbean. I think it's patreon.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get there through our um, sidebar on our Re- uh, Real Liberalism Radio website. The Practical Herbalist. Slash podcast, yeah. yeah there's, there's, a, there's a Podbean button. And if you're on our mailing list, there's a link to it as well that yes. uh, comes up. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it always works in our preview, but then when we send it out, it, always, it shows a question mark. Uh, if you're not on our mailing list, you want to get on that. Yeah, you want to get on so, that. And that's really easy to do because every time you visit our main site, thepracticalherbalist.com, a big window pops up and says, do you want to join our mailing list? And you get right. a free ebook if you do it. So yeah. it's right there. And it's also, I believe, in, in the sidebars yes. and at the bottom of posts. So it's we try to make it accessible. Very accessible. We try to. They, we have our ebooks too. People, one of the things we keep hammering over and over again to our listeners is if you're introducing yourself to the world of herbs, do it one herb at a time. Yeah. Two, but all of us in this room have looked through those lovely books and it's just a, a list of herb after herb after Chocobot herb. Chocobot full herb. of herbs. <laughs> you just, yeah. you know, what a lovely <laughs> buffet, but you need to need yeah. to get to know them as you do your friends yes, one at yes. a time. So that's why we have those monograph, the, the folio books right. introducing people to and in a variety of different ways. So they're integrating these herbs into their life and in a way that, you know, you like you do get to know friends. Yes, yes. And if you do check out our herbal books, our herbal folios on Amazon.com, you can pre- uh, search on Amazon on Practical Herbalist Press mm-hmm. or Candace Hunter or Susie Aralupe to right. get a list of our titles. And if you do decide to pick one up and give it a try, please give us a good review. Oh, yes. God, I love the good reviews. Yep. And they help other people want to try it out and right. they get get other people interested yeah. and i mean it's not like they're expensive they're they're pretty cheap eat that's one of the nice right. things about the eat yeah they cost they're very less inexpensive than, less than latte i think you know our most yes. expensive one yes, yes. So, yeah they are they're super cheap so you know and that's the other thing is we're always trying to spread education and for some people the income is the way that they are handicapped with getting it the right. education and we just don't want that right but 399 for a book that's the equivalent of what 50 to 80 page book yeah i mean it, it's they have we put a lot of information in there and we have research and links to further resources the show is brought to you by practical herbalist press herbal books for today's practical herbalist find their books on amazon.com today